Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back once again to the Going Yard Podcast. I'm your host, Austin White. I'm a Chieftain Sports reporter. We're finally getting down to it. Finally here, mid-May, regionals, coming up next week. Very excited to see kind of who goes where, where they'll be placed. It's another great week of action. Uh, South Central League action finally wrapped up. Pueblo West went 10-0. Centennial completed their mission of going finishing his second a lot went down and there's a lot of lessons learned over the regular season and that's what we're going to take a look at today is just kind of the biggest lesson that each team can take with them from the regular season moving forward in the postseason or kind of heading into next year A little alphabetical order here and we'll start with centennial and the biggest lesson i think this team learned was exactly what head coach joe v hill wanted them to learn and that was to stay resilient and play for 21 outs really every game centennial was in this year i mean they battled from jump they were able to keep games tight and really i mean you look back on it some of the highlights i mean they had a 3-2 lead on pueblo west at one point they were they were the first team in the league to end an inning with a lead against Pueblo West. I mean, they had big wins at the beginning of the year. They mercy ruled Canyon City, who's borderline playoff team. And really, the biggest highlight has been the last couple of weeks. Centennial has won seven of their last eight games. They took down South in a comeback fashion. They were able to beat Central. They lost to Central 11-10 the first time. Came back and beat them 10-1 the second time. Centennial has really learned that they're never out of it. You know, no matter what the scoreboard might say, this team is ready to go out there and battle. And I think that's a tribute to having those seven seniors. And, you know, they've this has been kind of that first class that's grown up with V Hill kind of leading the charge. And they've really, it's, you could see it. They bought into his philosophy and playing with a strong mentality and knowing that this, that they're talented enough to compete with anybody. Contributing to that has been their defense. I mean, it's just been night and day change. Beginning of the year, I'm shortstop Nehemiah Hernandez and Joe Vigil cited himself. They had a game where they had seven, eight errors against Woodland Park and lost. You know, Woodland Park, no offense to them, but it's, I don't believe, they're not a playoff team, and losing to a team like that shouldn't happen. 
able to make those defensive adjustments throughout the year. And, you know, errors, I've said it on the show before, errors are more than just mistakes on the field. I mean, it's a, just a mood killer. Baseball is all about having that energy, and errors just wipe that kind of energy away. It's just, it's tough. It's tough to come back from that mentally as the player and teammates. It's tough to, you know, kind of keep that belief. But Centennial has done it. They believed in every single one of their guys, and they've proven it. And now they're going to be the hottest team going into regionals besides Pueblo West. I mean, Centennial's got the talent with a couple good pitchers and Keyshawn Telly, Zach Slaughter. Ty Rank has come around a little bit. He did well in his last start. They've got Seth Nunes, another senior who can come in and hold it down. Centennial, they're going to fight with anybody. It doesn't matter who they're going to get matched up with. They're going to fight because what they've learned from this year is that it doesn't matter the score. They they will fight, and they'll give you your best shot, and they're going to make an opponent play their best ball. And, you know, come regionals, it's tough. you got to win two games in one day. That first team they get might not be ready. They might be looking towards that second round. And if Centennial gets to that second round, that team might have used it all up in the first game. You never Centennial has effort in spades, and it shows. And it was great to see all season long this team kind of turn around and learn that lesson. Next team up on the alphabetical list is Central. And the Wildcats, kind of, I think their biggest lesson they've learned from this year is their offense, really, there's no time to take off. Because we saw kind of here late in the season, they took a couple games off offensively. I mean, this isn't a dig at Centennial, but they only put up one run against Centennial the second time around when they put up 11 on them the first time. They got shut out by East. 7-0. I mean, the bats have, at times have just kind of fallen asleep. Granted, the times they have, it's been against a team's, you know, number one guy or their number two guy. So it's understandable that they struggled a little bit more, but one run, zero runs. They only put one run up against West the second time. They only put two up the, the first time against them. Central's going to see the best pitchers in the state come regionals. I mean, each the, these teams can look on max preps and see the strong offensive numbers that Central has. And they know that they're going to need a guy on the mound that can kind of stop that. What Central has to do is just stay within themselves. I mean, they have to just continue to play offensively like they have all year. I mean, this team isn't going to be overpowering you. They're not huge hitters. They're not going to be smacking home runs across the park or really hitting triples or anything. They're going to single and double you. They're going to play small ball with Coach Ranson at the helm. That's what they've done all year. And that's how they've been able to put up sometimes 10 runs on the board. I've been harping on some of their pitching, and really this last week kind of shut me up a little bit. Avery Roman pitched a great game against South. Went a great hitting team in South, only allowed three runs. And Geno Servi, West put up six runs on him, but really that's... That's an amazing performance going against a West team that's probably the best hitting team in 4A. Servi was able to definitely more than more than hold his own. Now it's just can that offense rely, can, can it be relied upon going against a top-tier pitcher that they're going to see in regionals? 
they've proven they they've proven that they can do it. They played, they have faced some good pitchers and been able to get to them. They played in their rematch with South. They played Hunter Fair and got to him after the season after the great season he's had over at South. Just this, there's no time to take off and. Having those seven seniors, I think they've learned that lesson throughout the years. I think they saw it this year as well that, you know, this is it. I mean, this is the last chance, and they don't want to mess this up, and they want to make a run, and having their bats hitting at the top level that we've seen from this year is going to be very important. Next up on the list is East, and East appears that they will be the lone SEL team that will not make the the postseason. Their last loss against Central kind of kept them out of it. They're sitting at 36-37 right now in the RPI when they don't have any more games left. You know, but really, there's definitely still positives East can take from this year. I mean, I think, you know, it has been a younger roster. I've said that on the show before. They've had... Some sophomores, juniors in there, a couple injuries. But for the most part, toward the end of the year, it looked like East kind of figured it out a little bit. East, you know, they would come out sluggish a couple times, you know, not get off to great starts. It seemed like each game they were trying to play from behind. And I know Coach Nick Marfitano really wanted to see that kind of energy after one game I talked to him too. And really towards the end of the year, they were figuring it. I mean, they were making really cutting down on errors like i like i just said previously errors are a mood killer and you know east was making quite a few and it just took that energy out they takes that energy out they cut down on the errors and the energy stayed up from the beginning you know zach monolongo pitched the game of his life his senior year against central when he shut them out he said they were all hyped up on pre-workout so i don't maybe they needed a little bit more pre-workout throughout the year but really they you could see the difference at the end of the year in the energy level. And your hope with East is that those young guys saw that difference. That they saw if they just they have the talent to do it, they can compete. They they made the plays, they scored the runs that were able to get those wins toward the end of this year. Now it's just being consistent with it and coming into each game with that focus and intensity, every play, every pitch, every plate appearance, everything. Because, you know, having the talent, you know, it's probably 75% of the battle, but that other 25%, you got to be mentally tough. You know, you got to be able to roll with punches. You know, if you do make a mistake, you got to put it behind you. You got to keep that intensity up. When dealing with younger kids, it's hard to kind of instill that in them because, you know, they're still learning. And that's why, I mean, this season kind of feels like a learning experience a little bit for a majority of this East team. And looking at it, last I checked, they played the third toughest schedule in all of Class 4A based on their opponent's win percentage. I mean, that's, if you don't learn something from that, I mean, you're not paying attention because... East played some of the best across the state throughout the year. And they saw firsthand kind of what it takes from these teams that are winning 
and kind of the intensity that they were able to come out with. Everybody's got players who are talented. But, you know, kind of the difference you'll see with teams that are winning championships are their guys are locked in and focused and hyped from first pitch to the last pitch. And East, I think, definitely learned that lesson this year. And I think all the guys are probably really excited to already get back out on the field next year. Moving right along now, we got Pueblo County. And their biggest lesson, I, it's pretty pretty obvious, I believe. And the difference has just been errors. I mean, that's, looking at it now, errors I, seems to be the theme of this show now. But really, that's that's it. When counties won, they've cut down the errors. When they've lost, the errors have gone up. Beginning of the season, county kind of stumbled a little bit, and it was because, you know, young guys were playing, had some guys missing, they were making errors, and really just couldn't find a way to win. Guys come back, you know, younger guys learn a little bit from those first couple games, shake the nerves out, and they cut down on the errors, and they start winning games. Get to league, and, you know, they're still cutting down on the errors, and at one point it looked like county could maybe challenge West or, or really finish second in the league. You know, they started, those errors started creeping up again. There was a loss to Centennial there where they gave up six runs in the seventh inning, and I, th- I believe three of those came from defensive mistakes. No one covered first on a sacrifice bunt, or on a squeeze play, so no one covered first. And that scored back-to-back runs for Centennial. Just kind of these little things, just these little things that County can tie up. And this can be a great ball club. Right, senior Ryan Downs said it after one of the games when I talked to him. He said, really, the focus is just going to be cleaning up the defense. You know, it's been tough these past few games. They've been they've made some errors that have extended innings, that have allowed some runs. There was an error there against South where they lost 11-3 to that extended an inning and scored some runs. There was a sacrifice bunt South laid down that was misplayed and led to another run. Because County, I've said it on the show before, they have pitching. Cole Martino and Josh Biddle, Daniel Bruman, they can all pitch. And they've proven they can hit, too, with Martino again, Trevor Thomas, Ryan Downs has been consistent. Hartman's come on. It's just the defense. They're solid everywhere else, but they just have to figure out a way to lock themselves in on defense. Just cut out those errors from their game. It's like I said, that... Errors are mood killers, and you can kind of see it in the body language with these guys. When they make an error, it's just debilitating. And just making great plays is just an energy booster, too. You know, you get that diving play, or you turn that double play, and it the hype is real. <laughs> I mean, the energy levels skyrocket when you're able to pull off a play like that. And County doesn't need to make the spectacular plays. They just have to make the routine ones. They had a game. They had a tight game with South that they won 3-2, to two, where really just those small little things throughout the game were able to keep them in it. They had the pitching they needed, and, they, you know, they just got the right amount of offense and were able to win a game. This team has come a long way from that beginning of the year when they were making, you know, seven, eight errors a game. But now if they really want to make kind of a push in the regionals, 
they got to be able to back up those strong pitchers they have and just give them the confidence to pitch to contact and be able to make those routine plays and put teams out and sit teams down and end, end opponents' rallies. next lesson we're handing out is to Pueblo West and really no there's probably not too many lessons they had needed to learn throughout the year but the biggest one I think is that they learn that it's not easy being at the top you know West has already had a target on their back in league for the past couple years really for a while now but you know especially coming off a season when they finished runner-up in state and returning a lot of the guys from that team so West knew coming into this year that they were going to get the best, not only from all their league opponents, but from everyone that was on their schedule. Any any team that saw Pueblo West was coming up was more than likely starting their best pitcher. Their players were hyped. They wanted to pull the upset, and they wanted to show that they could beat this team. And West just said no. <laughs> I mean, West has one more game left against Cheyenne Mountain on Saturday, a huge one with Cheyenne Mountain being ranked two. But... To this point, West is 20-2. and two. Those two losses are in New Mexico. And they haven't lost in state. I mean, every challenge. They have gotten the best challenge from every single team they've played, and they've thwarted every single one of them. That's just essential. I mean, it shows that Coach Dan Sanchez has taught this team that there are no days off when you're at the top. I mean, you have to be ready because you will see the best. And it's just even more important come regional time because like Sanchez has said to me and I've agreed with him that regionals is the most brutal brutal weekend in pretty much all of high school sports. Got to win two games in one day, lose one, you're gone. I mean, season's over. Nice, nice knowing you. If you just take any kind of break or think, oh, hey, yeah, this team's going to give her their best, but, you know, we got this. We're at the top. No one can touch us. You'll be gone. Because playoff time, these teams are coming with their best, and their best is pretty dang good. Seeing West succeed throughout the year has just been extremely impressive. And it's shown that when they get to that regional time, they know what it takes. They know what a team's best will look like, and they know how to combat that. And they know the type of energy and effort that it will take to stop that. West clearly has all the talent. They've got two great pitchers and Nate Denniston and Devin Neff. Got great offense and speed with Kyle Jamison, Tyler Declusion, Jaden Cordova, Brody Blackford, Chandler Mason's hidden dingers. I mean, I don't, there's too many guys to remember. I'm sorry if I leave anyone off, but y'all know who you are over there at Pueblo West. These guys, they've known it from day one that this could be a state title contending team. And going through the regular season, pretty much unscathed, should show themselves that, hey, we know what we're doing. We need to keep it at this level, keep it at this intensity level. And you know, the name on the sheet that we're playing doesn't matter. They have to approach every game like it's the state title game. And they do that, and it's great to, it's great to see and a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, I'm ready to see this team kind of come back in the playoffs and 
see if they can potentially bring home that first state title in program history. Last, but certainly not least, is South. Really, this the lesson they've kind of learned is, you know, adversity really breeds success. Because I don't, I don't think there's been a team in this league that's kind of had to deal with more ups and downs than the Colts. I mean, they've had some pretty high highs. They beat Lewis Palmer, who's been a top 10 team. They 10-runned him. AJ Cordova, that was the best game he pitched all year. You know, they've had lows, too, and there is a loss recently to Central. They got Mercy ruled 13-3, to and, you know, there's a little stuff that happened. You know, if you were there, you know what happened. When you go through these ups and downs, it's frustrating because South sees, the, sees their potential. They see, hey, we can beat these top teams in the state like Lewis Palmer. But then they have these games where they just struggle, and just nothing seems to go their way, and they're making errors, and it's the frustration just builds, and you can see it with this team. You know, they they wear their emotions out there. I mean, you can hear that dugout. They are passionate. They're out there screaming every inning. But, you know, those emotions can go the other way, too, when things aren't going how they expect. And, you know, you've seen it at times with this team. You know, they, they can't find a way to put a couple hits together and score a run, or they can't do the small things. You know, this last game once this last game against Pueblo County, I think, was a good it's really a great indicator, actually. I mean AJ Cordova was pitching, I think it was a second inning county county puts up three runs and takes a three two lead. You know if this was earlier in the season with the South team, they might have said, Oh man, here we go again. But no, they stuck in it. And actually the county took a three oh lead in that. South put up two runs next inning, put up two more and took a 4-3 lead and then just exploded from there and won the game 11-3. Seeing that fight back from the South team was really important to see because regionals are coming up right now and, you know, if you have guys still in that mentality of, "Uh uh-oh, this team put up runs on us, we're in trouble, we can't combat this. But South did not have that mentality at all and A.J. Cordova stuck in there and really pitched well for the next three innings. And really, and just absolutely gave his team a chance to win and dominated, and then later went to second and was able to pull a double play. So, seeing that fight comes from that adversity seen before. I mean, Coach Gary Lowndes said that <laughs> it's a pretty good quote. He said he's not done coaching yet, so they can't be done playing yet, and that's the exact attitude that they've had. You know, it'd be simple for them to see all of this frustration build and. Sp- see the success of West and, you know, say, well, okay, it doesn't really matter. We're, we're, we can't, we can't top any of that. But that, that mentality does not exist in South. These guys believe in the talent they have, which is very high. And they know that they're going to be dangerous come a regional. I mean, because of those downs, their RPI ranking is, is lower. And I don't know if it's going to go much higher because you know, the Mother Nature doesn't want us to play any more baseball games this weekend, I guess. But, you know, South is going to be dangerous if they can just 
you know, keep that mentality that, hey, maybe we are down 3-0, but who cares? Remember that time against County we came back? That adversity just creates confidence, and I think South has learned that. It's going to be important for them moving forward here in the regionals to recognize that and kind of take on that mentality that Centennial has, that it doesn't matter the score. It doesn't matter how much we're down by. We can come back and, you know, take this game because, you know, you got to hate losing more than you like winning. Be a little cliche on you guys, but South has absolutely learned that lesson, I believe, and it's going to be fun to watch them try to pull some upsets at regionals. guys once again for tuning in to the going yard podcast this is the last one before the postseason gets underway and i'm very excited for it uh next week we'll know we'll know who's playing where who's playing which team's playing what all that good stuff what times everything i'm going to be here to give you a full breakdown of each team's matchup and kind of the regional they're in and kind of what they need to expect what you as a fan should kind of expect to see you know, all kinds of that good analysis stuff. That I hope that you've come to trust me with. Of course, if you don't trust me with it, you can tell me about it. You can find, you can reach my email at awhite at chieftain.com or you can yell at me on Twitter. My handle is at AJWRules44. It's been a lot of fun covering SEL baseball this year. Everyone came in telling me that it's crazy and it absolutely has been. <laughs> Everybody just beats up on each other. And it was, it was a lot of fun to see. You come to the ballpark every day and you don't really know who's going to come away with a win. And next week we'll finally figure out who's going where. It'll be a lot of fun. I think, I really think any one of these teams heading into regionals has a chance to maybe pull some upsets and get a state spot. Obviously West will be expected to. But the other four really have great pieces that I think will be tough to tangle with and you know could potentially join West in that state bracket. But, I mean, that's for next week. We'll talk all, all sorts about that next week. Uh, thanks again for listening. I'm Austin White, and I'll see you next week.